Zoreb Chowdhury is one of the most resolute people I've ever met. MS may have sent him on several career detours, but he kept pushing forward, and he's now written not one, but two books. Thanks so much for joining the podcast, Saurabh. Appreciate your time. No sweat at all. Why don't we start by uh, telling me a little bit about your story, um, where you come from, and 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 what your what what you've overcome. Okay, um, I was in medical school in '99. That's when I started. Uh, in 2000, I felt symptoms of MS. I didn't know there were MS then. I had double vision, walking difficulties and everything, so I had to withdraw. I ultimately withdrew from med school. I came back home, did, uh, I still done, still, I, I went to Cascade the MRIs and everything. Then I was diagnosed with MS, but I didn't know how to, how to, how to battle it. I was in, I went to battle on my, not by medication. I didn't want to use medication to battle. I went to battle on my own. This medication that I took all gave me grievous side effects. So um, I wanted to see what I had to do myself. So what I did was I was on all uh, natural remedies, Indian remedies. I took those, herbal foods, and just a good diet. Not a junk food diet, but a good Indian diet. That's what I did. I think that's what is the biggest healer. I think if you have a good diet, then you have to battle as one. So in my my way, it's been t- t- I, I became a vegetarian all along after that, and I still am. Think I didn't go back to med school. I went to grad school. I got two master's degrees from NYU, and um, that was a big hallmark achievement because I didn't know I, I didn't know I could do anything after I got MS. But um, I ultimately went to I went to ultimately went to um, became a teacher. But I didn't do that. I didn't finish that because, you know, my legs got tired. I didn't get tired of standing and all that. In New York City schools, you can't really use a wheelchair in a, in a, in a classroom. But teaching, I loved. I love teaching so much. You know, if you, can, if, you can, if you can enlighten a student, you can see a light bulb go up in their head. That's the greatest feeling I had. When I was in the hospital, I think once a night, someone told me, one of the nurses told me, she goes, you have so much, why don't you write a book? That's how I got the idea to write a book. And I wrote, wrote my book. It was published recently. Um, that was the biggest, biggest human I had in my life. And from there on, I, did, I'm, I wrote my I'm second book, which is being published now, by, by focusing on my health, number one, do exercise in my house, all my, I exercise all my muscles three times a day. So, and I still not I'm still not taking uh, MS medication because I think those have bad side effects. So, can you describe what um, MS is and, and what the symptoms are and how it how it works? MS is a is a, a brain. You have lesions in your brain that come up for no reason. It could be an environment, dietary issues. There's so many different issues for how they can make the lesions in the brain. It may, it, there's numerous side effects, dizziness, uh, loss of balance, uh, so many different side effects like loss of cognition, loss of this. People go blind with MS. With me, it started with a, a loss of balance when walking or not, not even being able to walk at all. So the long distances, I used to use a wheelchair or a walker. 
for a short distance in the house, they can grab onto the walls of my house and walk around fine. And um, but many people with MS, not many, but a group of people with MS, when they go blind with MS, they lose their vision. It's the scariest thing in the world. My MS symptoms have not been as detrimental because I, I, I don't want to uh, I'm taking care of myself very well and I'm natural, not eating very healthy. I'm uh, taking care of myself very well, keeping hydrated all the time. So, MS is a very, very scary condition. Not all diseases are bad, but MS is equally as bad. Was it was it a bit of a transition to go from not having to worry so much about diet and and self care to being um, vigilant and and very attentive? One one hundred percent. Because growing up and going to college and all, and all that, and I was the biggest junk food eater because I, I because I'm I'm lean. I can never gain weight. So I said, okay. My girlfriend's always got mad at me. They go, you don't gain weight, Strap. What's wrong with you? But to answer your question, when I came up to uh, it, came up to me a, a healthy diet. It wasn't a big, wasn't a problem at all. It was it's a blessing at all, if anything, because I could. Think better. I can see. I can do. My symptoms are much more manageable now. So transition-wise, not it wasn't a big deal. So it's it's a sort of thing that you couldn't do before the diagnosis. Then once you found out, then it was okay. Got to do this. You said it best. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Because before I got a mess, I had to be an all-around sports player. I was on a tennis team. I play ice hockey. I play all the different sports. That, but you know, I didn't have any symptoms then. But now I can't do those anymore. So I said, "What? Well, don't let me do something else." So, you know, no big deal at all. So then you managed to get not one but two master's degree while while yes. working through figuring out the right combination of how to how to move forward in life. One was in uh, teaching science. Yes, and master's in biology and master's in master's teaching on science. Because to be a science teacher in New York City, you have to have a master's in master's in education. So that's where that came from. And master's in science I did on my own. So that's where those came from. And master's in science when I used to teach, it was the most awesome experience. You know, when you you teach a group of students and you're walking with a cane. They look at you weird. They go, "What's wrong with you, Shrub?" They, they got. They, if I treated them like my as, as my friends in a way, quote unquote, they respected me, and not, and I didn't, and I didn't let them uh, just not think about me with MS. I made them forget about that fact that I had MS, and made me they made them see me as as me. So that was a great greatest experience I had. And yet you. You're able to talk about this, even though you and, and talk proudly about it, even though you only had one year of uh, of doing it. If you asked me to do if you want to be a physician or a teacher, I would teach one hundred percent. Because basically, you're you're making a student who doesn't know anything about science like science, fall in love with science. Because I made teaching so, I made them teaching science, uh, learning science so beneficial. And so easy, for example, because you've had teachers who can who like who make science so difficult, 
I didn't do that. I made it so easy for them to understand. They loved it. You know, moving forward a little bit, you, after you, you taught, what, what came next? I was a writer for the Princeton Review and for the um, McMillan McGraw Hill. I was a science writer for each of those. So I, I wrote the, I wrote parts of those books. I love that too. I love those two jobs also. Um, because you, you can teach kids globally by writing sections of the book. I was a chemistry writer and I was a science writer, physics, chemistry, biology. I'm, and McGraw Hill, for example, is read by students around the world. Prince of Beer, too. If you you don't you you're educating them through through paper and pen instead of on in person, and that's better. It's that's that's another way of education, you know. So it follows a logical progression. Then you went from teaching. To, to writing textbooks and then to writing sort of, you know, the life lessons that you've learned. I think I, I put it on, it's on, it's on the, the education though. I love it. What is, um, what is your first book about? Uh, I will win. Um, that's my first book. That's when I struck, came out of med school and I, and how I rebounded back how I built myself back and all the years I went through. That's basically what it was about. So it's in a, in a nutshell, it's basically how I discovered MMS, how I didn't let, how I didn't let MS beat me for bring me down, how I, you know, lifted myself up and not, not to let two words bring me down, not to ruin my persona, but to stand strong against MS after hearing, after hearing different stories of people who have MS. I didn't let me. I didn't let me bring me down. So I, I said, I will win against my battle MS. I'm not gonna let anything bring me down. So I, I did no wrong. So, you know. So right. And how was it received? By who? My friends. Yeah, well, all, it, it, it came out. It came out when? What's it been? Three, uh, three years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Family and friends enjoyed it. Oh yeah. My friends referred to said, said that their friends loved it also, so it was really. I think it was really well, well, uh, well received. And and what's the second book about? Um, my daily triumphs, if you will, against my battles in the eyes. because sometimes, um, how can I put this? One one thing is. My daily obstacles and how I'm beating them all with MS. My first book was about how I deal with MS in the graduate center when I was first diagnosed. Second book is about how I'm dealing with daily obstacles and I'm not treating them like obstacles, but I'm still winning. And so you put it all together and you, you have uh, a disease that there's not that much known about it. There's not much, uh, there's... Uh, no easy solution to it, if any, right? And yet, absolutely. And, and yet, you're you're pushing through. You're 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 keep, you're, you're going. You, I would say yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> what do you? I'm a, I'm a I'm a big believer in uh, if you can think if you can think about it, you can do it. If you want to do it, you can do it. You know, I don't. You know, I'm not going to let anything stop me. So, it's basically, like that. 
as you move forward, um, have, having worked on, on two books now about your personal journey, how, do, how does that, what have you learned about yourself in putting yourself through the writing process? I want the reader to know that a reader who's suffering from any condition, MS or whatnot, to learn that if I can do it, you can do it. You know, that kind of thing, like, inspires me to learn that if I can help someone else to, to read my book, that'd be great. I'd be more than happy. Um, I've had family, family all around the world, from America to London to Australia. They've all read my book, and they've all transferred to their friends. And they, everyone, everyone loved their friends, all loved my book. I've gotten emails from them, my friends, family, uh, families, people's friends, say how much they like my writing. So it's like, and they all tell me, they, they go, you, you, you make me want to not give up also throb. So it's kind of like that. And then that makes me so happy. You know, if I can make someone else happy or uh, teach them that happy, but make them want to fight. Because we're all born on this, in this world to, uh, as a fighter, as fighters. Nothing can bring us down unless we, un, un, unless we allow it to. Put your mind together and you fight. That's the greatest feeling. You can't let anything bring you down. Nothing, nothing can bring you down if you if you don't want it to. It's mental strength, which is over above anything. It's a fortitude, which is going to break out of anything. The the question was more from a a physical process. There are so many people who are completely incapable of writing a book. Like they just, it's, and at this point in my life, I, I'm. I'm one of them. I, like I've tried, I haven't succeeded. It just didn't work. Um, free time. And then uh, once I find the free time, then there's writer's block. It, you know, there's all these things that get in the way. H- how does that, uh, how does your journey help you crank out books? Like and get, get through that. Um. Well, first and foremost, I love to write. <laughs> so that comes easy because I love to write. And if, I, if I'm writing about myself, per se, and I need anything uh, that's troubling me or making me making it hard for me to do something, it come, writing comes easier for me. So, um, and if I know that someone else and someone else is going to read this and be inspired by it, that, that again makes it all the more easier. So um, I don't get writers. I never get writers' blog actually. Because with this, especially not because I know if I can help someone else read my words and help them and benefit them, the job becomes so much easier. So um, I love to read also, but I love to write more. So um, and if you're writing about your own triumphs per se, it makes it so much easier, you know. So, what's one example of of a triumph? Um, walking, being able to walk down the block on my own. That's one thing I was have to, have to use a wheelchair, but now I use a walker, if anything. Before I used to be able to just use it myself, but I was anything, but now you use a cane. Then the health got worse, so a walk a wheelchair. But I'm going to exercise, so I use a walker. There's no harm in using a walker. So I use the walker. So that's the biggest triumph to answer your question. 
not be instead of sitting around and sitting around all day, if I could do something better and exercise my legs, that's a that's a big achievement to my book. So and it all begins in the mind. If you want to do it, you can do it. How did you get what exercise how much exercises were you doing to get to that point where where you're able to actually get around the block? Um treadmill. I did treadmill for twenty minutes every night. Um squat all leg exercises, squats, lunges, whatever in my room I can do. And stretching. Before if you can stretch your muscles before that makes walking so much easier. So um I can stretch my hamstrings, my glutes, and all my leg muscles. That makes me feel like okay, my leg muscles are loosened now, and you can feel them too. Now makes and then that does phys- physiologically speaking, that makes walking so much easier. So that's first and foremost. I stretching and and if you want to do it again, you can do it. And then if uh, stretching makes it easier and makes it makes walking better, and you know it's not a race. You know, do as much as you can. That's it. It's a step-by-step battle. If you want to walk 100 feet, if you accomplish that, that's good. If you can't, then do 150 feet tomorrow. Do 202 feet the day after tomorrow. You know, build them, build, build it step-by-step this year increment in increments. See how far you can go until you're fully satisfied. Do you, do you ever get, do you ever get um, frustrated with people who take what gifts they have for granted? One hundred percent. I don't. I don't get frustrated, but I get. I think. I think to myself, there's so much these people don't know. Like, because I didn't know why I was going to MS when I could do all this, but it happened all this minute of a second. No one has seen tomorrow. I didn't see tomorrow when I got MS. There's still a lot to live. It's our, each of our, we, we're all living our own lives and we got to make the best of it. So do you take it? But it, it almost sounds like, um, if you'll forgive me for going down this route, it like just as many people take it for granted that they can get around, walk around the block is it, like you take for granted that you could crank out a book. I would say so. How, how do you explain? Because it's, I'm sorry, it's the, it's what comes easiest for you. Like someone else, right, right, walking around the block could be easiest for someone else. Writing a book for me is easier because easier, easy because I take full interest in it. You know, it's like if you can do something, you can do it uh, faithfully and enjoyably. It comes easier. So, I mean, it's an interesting contrast, and in, and in some things go easy for some folks and yet they have difficulties and everybody that's what makes us human beings so different and so alike also every human being is facing their own battle and um we don't know what the battle what the, we don't know what the next person right next to me is facing but if they can understand if they I don't and, and I don't want to burden them by saying by teaching with their button, but but if I can appreciate I can appreciate them for the, what they're doing and that they if they can appreciate me for what I'm doing. So it's like 
we're all different. We're all different human beings. So, you know, we all have different gifts and different likes and abilities. So that's, that's, that's what comes to my head. Well, this has been awesome. I, I appreciate your, your, your time. And, and I, and, I'm, and I don't look down upon anyone, you know, if any, if someone can do something that, that I could do or I can't do, I have no resentment toward that person at all. If you can do it, well, I'm bravo to you, you know, and I'm living my own battle and my own. So I, if someone can else, someone else can run a thousand miles, well, all hats off to them, you know, but if they can't, it's fine. No harm done. But um, this is my battle to win. This is my, this is my battle to fight, and I'm doing it. And I'm proud. I'm, I'm proud of how far I've come. I'm very proud of from what I've come 20, from 20 years ago. <laughs> Immensely proud. So. And does that does that pride help you with being so compassionate in understanding that you have? a strength to, to move through obstacles and that does that help feed your compassion to help other people? Oh, 1000%. Yes. Cause I, I can never have been the person I am today. If I finished medical school, you know, I'd, I'd be, I'd haven't been doctor, but what I've learned from now into in, having MS is much, much more than having a degree, an MD, because I've I've I've, 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 I've new persona, if anything, towards life. I knew I I knew life better now through having a mass, and there's no way you can. There's no degree for that. So, well, I think you know I, I'd like to close just by repeating what you said before. Like you just don't know what battles the next person is facing or, 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 or exactly what the person exactly. across from you is tackling. Yeah. We, we all have our own battles and it's wrong me to ask them what they're battling. And I don't care if they ask me, but it's wrong me to be judgmental of anything. So I don't, I take everything with ease. So, you know, I'm facing my battle with ease. I'm trying to as best as, best as I can. So, you know, this life, this everywhere, we're all facing our own battles. I mean, you can't be judgmental about anything. So, despite your battle, <laughs> shut up. Yeah. I think that, you know, I think that that point about what other people are struggling with is one of the recurring themes that I come across in, in the podcast. Whereas, you know, very few people who go through crazy amounts of stuff put themselves up on you know use that as a separation um they it sort of lowers barriers and and they they want everybody to go they want other people to use it and to to get through their own hardships regardless of scale or or, or whatnot, because the hardship is, it's all how you construct it and how you make of it. Yeah, I mean, this life, I mean, again, as I said before, we're all facing our battles and no one's gonna tell you how to fight your, uh, fight your battles. This is all, this is a personal incentive you have to, you have to fight with. So 
do it respectably and don't worry about don't worry about when I, and what anyone says. This is your battle. You fight by yourself. And you, it's not a it's not a race. You're not fighting. You're not involved in a race. You're fighting. You're you want to get to point A from point A to point B. That's it. You and you, your own time limit. You can take as long as you want. It's best that you want to do it. Well, thanks again for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Dan. I, I, I uh, wish you all the best. And you. It's really great connecting and talking. You too. Thank you very much. After my conversation with Saurabh, he wrote me to reinforce what the interview already made clear. Our mental capacity and strength is stronger than we know, he said. If you want to do something, go for it. 